Welcome to Lions Radio Network, where the show takes you on a roaring adventure with entertaining and stimulating topics focusing on entertainment, sports, business, world news, along with many other topics. Whatever your interests are, you will find them right here on Lions Radio Network. Jess Messen Broadcast is hosted by Jess Foll, a visual artist from Baltimore, Maryland. Jess invites those who've inspired her to recount their tales of becoming professional artists and creators. Through sharing memories and stories, Jess and her guests relive experiences, discuss new projects, and foster new ideas, all while making sense of this crazy pop culture world we live in. Tune in weekly for a variety of guests ranging from musicians, designers, artists, and entrepreneurs who are actively creating the world around us. And now, it's time for Jess Messin Broadcast with Jess Full. Everybody, this is Jess Bull coming to you live from my studio in Baltimore, Maryland. And um, we're here on Lions Radio Network, and we appreciate you turning in from all over the world and want to really welcome our super special guest today, um, DJ Logic, who I know as Jason Kibler. Hey, Jay, how are you? Hey, Jess, how are you doing? I'm all right. I'm so happy to have you here, but I've known, well, Jason and I have known each other. I don't know how to talk, like, Logic and I have known each other. I should refer to you by your stage name, I guess. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, so, Logic good. and I have known each other since pretty much the start of my arting adventure. I had the pleasure of meeting him when I exhibited work with Michael Weintraub at Brooklyn Bowl. Um, you know, really early on in my career, and that was just such a dream come true, and that opportunity opened the doors for me to meet a lot of artists and musicians because it was just so jam-packed, and we've maintained that friendship over the years, so I'm so glad to have you here. No, I'm so and happy, happy to be here, so happy to hear you got your show. It's good to be on your show <laughs> and catch up. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Okay, so let me give the rundown on Logic here um, for anyone who's unfamiliar. But, I mean, he's a big player in the game, so let's talk about that. The theorem of mm-hmm. turntablist as musician has been long proven in the capable hands of DJ Logic, whom with jazz as his foundation, <clears throat> excuse me, has become a wax innovator by crossing genres and mixing his sounds across the map. As one of the world's most accomplished turntablists, DJ Logic is a widely credited is widely credited for introducing jazz into the hip-hop realms and is considered by most as a highly respected session musician and an innovative band leader. Since his emergence in the early 90s amidst the Bronx hip-hop scene, the New York City-based DJ has been amassing a veritable mountain of collaborations ranging from the likes of Modesty Martin and Wood, Christian McBride, Vernon Reed, Charlie Hunter, Jack Sejanis, John Mayer, Ben Harper, Mostef, and The Roots, to name a few. DJ Logic has a role as an electronic music ambassador, keeps him at the top of his game. Whether the scratch artist instructs tablets to flirt with drum and bass, such as his Nina Simone and Billie Holiday remixes found on Sony Legacy's remixed Reimagine volumes or while meshing freestyling MCs with Afro-Cuban rhythms, rhythms such as Share Worldwide Funk, a remix produced for Jack DeJohnis and Golden Beam's Collected Volume 1. Logic has 
always been found playing homage to the predecessors while contributing his vision to the DJ genre. While the context of his work may vary, DJ Logic's spinning skills and are definitely beyond reproach. He works with phenomenal rosters of invited guests, and he knows how to pick his collaborations as well as his samples. With a growing catalog of recordings under his belt, DJ Logic's supreme mus musicianship and Catholic taste will allow him to journey wherever an infectious groove may take him. Man, it is like kind of wild to hear, to read how you describe your work. That just kind of flipped me out. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it, it flips me out because there's so much I've done and, uh, you know, it's all, it all started up just being, you know, me just, uh, you know, a hobby, just kind of crafting my skill, DJing and producing and, um, and working with musicians, you know, and, uh, you know, I started, I started out playing at, in, playing in New York City in, in the downtown, seeing with some of these jazz cats, um, at the knitting factory and the blue note and then you know then also start playing at the rock clubs um like cbgb's you know all these legendary clubs and tramps and um you know and the list goes on and uh you know it's just it's just been it's just been amazing just to hear you know and you know just to see you know that i'm still doing what i love but I still love to do, and that's DJ and create and perform, and um, and it's amazing just to see how, you know, the culture of the DJ is, uh, you know, just expanded. You know, just like totally. You know, I, mean, I think that's what's so cool about your art because I think nowadays we hear the term DJ, especially with this excessive and very popular, you know, EDM movement. And it's like you think right. nowadays we think DJ and, you know, I think that's kind of like the image or the assumption that people have. And the one thing I want to make very clear is that Logic is like straight up original old school with what he does with obviously new elements, you know, and has grown with it. But, right. Um, yeah, you know, I always, you know, you, we all – take a little bit of something from the past and we put it into something, you know, to the present, you know, and we have to look back at some of the stuff, you know, to take, to get some ideas from, or, you know, just got to get some inspiration from, you know, and uh, yeah, you know, in all genres of music, there's a little bit of something from somewhere from a past or, you know, and stuff like that. So, well, and, uh, yeah. you could even just see that with, you know, the emergence of hip hop and hip hop music and sampling and seeing how that has completely migrated into popular music, everyday music, even, you know, commercial yeah. music. And right. I mean, that's just a sense of kind of like the power of that, I want to say native beat, that rhythm, because obviously i mean i love it i live for it <laughs> yeah you know that's right that's it and uh yeah you know just influenced from listening to jazz influenced from listening to hip-hop you know and hip-hop was the 
you know, that was the thing in um, Caribbean, Caribbean rhythms and things like that. Right. You know, I had all these different sounds going on around me living in the Bronx, you know, and, uh, and just kind of absorbed all of these sounds and as well as, you know, did some, did some research on things as well, going to record stores and, I had my favorite places in the village. I would go to like Bleaker Bob's and um, Academy Records. Yeah, so um, you know, and I'll just go in there and listen to music as well as talk to the to the record store owners and stuff, and they turn me on to music. You know, from prog rock to avant garde jazz to you know, et cetera, rock cats and people I never you know would never discovered. You know, so you know, I was just a Geek. That's <laughs> New York, New York music in a nutshell. I mean, I say this even having moved back to Baltimore. Like, I learned so much music learning in living in New York for the brief amount of time I did. That I mean, if you live there your whole life, I don't. Even, it's got to be just like a, a like your mind has to be like i like iTunes, I guess. And you know, yeah. I remember living off of Bedford Avenue and there was a guy, his name's Hoyt, that was always selling records, like, out on the street, you know, when they would have, like, the open market thing on Saturdays, and Hoyt and I became friends, and, I mean, Hoyt taught me so much music, and he would recommend so many records to me that it was, like, I was just floored, you know, and when you have those conversations where you're not just absorbing what you think is right for you, and you open yourself up to, like all this musical energy and opportunity, like the way you can feel or understand things is just wide open. It's so right, powerful. right. And just you know, just studying and listening to all the variations and stuff like that, you know. Um, and just by me just listening to all these different genres of music, I just had all this information in my head. So when it was time for me to improvise with, uh, you know, certain artists like a Medeski, Martin and Wood. I already knew, you know, what kind of sounds and textures I wanted to bring to the table when I played with them, because I wanted to, I wanted to act like I was a, you know, I was just one of them, another musician, and my instrument was the turntable, you know, and kind of, you know, just using the turntable just like you know, any other instrument and finding sounds, you know, just like if it's on vinyl, you know, I was using vinyl. So this is before like the computers, Serato stuff and all that. I would get all these old jazz records like Miles Davis, Coltrane and um some uh some um some space sound stuff and some uh <laughs> environmental whale sounds, things like that and kinda manipulate the sounds and then I also had like this little effects box called chaos pad and I used that to manipulate sounds to make it my own, you know, and right. uh, make it interesting for the for, for the for the listener. And uh as well as well, finding cool beats like, and things like that too. Yeah, cuz like you definitely bring an eclectic you know, addition to the bands that we're in the, in the music that we're familiar with. And it's cool because you don't roll up like, you know, where you're like predominantly like a hip hop 
turntablist and like it alters the sound. It just kind of magnifies and adds to the sound, which is what makes you so interesting to watch in my opinion, because you're kind of like, like at least for me and the reason why I found, you know, like you performing so attractive is I kind of played the game of like, yeah, that sounds coming from logic. You know what I mean? And it was, it made it like extra interesting and to like see you like kind of even manipulate a sound I'd be familiar, familiar with to then be different a second later. So like, you know, it's a lot of fun to watch you and to listen to you, especially to perform with people we're familiar with. So tell us a little bit about, you know, kind of maybe some of your favorite collaborations you've done recently and kind of what you got going on so we can catch up with you. Oh, well, you know, I I worked with uh, John Modeski from Modeski Martin and Wood, uh, Mono Neon, who worked with Prince um, Dara Jones, who worked with Jack Black. Uh, we just did a thing up at Sundance, and that was awesome. So that was um, a thing that I curated with, um, you know, with these amazing musicians. And then also I did a... Um, I did a cool thing with uh, John Popper from Blues Traveler. Uh, I yeah, and I then uh, I see him on the Facebook. Me? I should send him a message and get him on this radio show. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome! That'd be that'd be good, John. I love that. Um, uh, I've been working with Vernon Reed from Living Color. Uh, we're working on some 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 um, new new material because we you know we have a project called the Yohembe Brothers. Um, what else? Uh, Bill Laswell, another great bass play bass player. Uh, working with him, um, just did a performance with him in San Francisco. At, at Chris, Christian McBride as well, um, another great jazz bass player. Worked with him on the project, and I'm about to do a little tour with him as well. Um, what Let's else? Uh, the, oh, and I have the, I have, like I, have a, I just recorded uh, some hip hop stuff with uh, some cats from the some cats from Wu Tang, old Dirty Bastard's son, uh, as well as uh, um, RZA's brother, um, and then Capadonna. Um, what else? Uh, yeah, Master Ace. I did some stuff. I did some stuff. A lot of this stuff is out right now on iTunes, where people could, you know, check it out on all the different streaming sites as well as Spotify and things like that. I also have a Spotify channel and stuff, and iTunes and all that. People could, you know, that are listening. I'll share that for everybody. Look, look up all of that music and material of all the people I named. Um, you know, and then, about, uh, uh, huh? Okay. Tell me about the stuff you've done with Bob Weir and stuff for all our deadheads that are listening in, because I know some of my friends are super, super love it when you do that stuff. Oh, well, uh, you know, it's always. How you kind of cross the barrier with that, since that is really, you know, for me, jam music, I, I feel so much like soul and rhythm and beat and jam music and, you know, like, the introduction of funk and all that good stuff. But then, you you know, the Grateful Dead definitely explores that, you know. So tell us how 
you know, that comes to be for you and how kind of the Grateful Dead, listening to the Grateful Dead inspires you and then how you return to then, you know, play with them. Oh, well, uh, how I hooked up with the Grateful Dead and um, working with Bob Weir was actually to a good friend of mine's Rob Wasserman. He was a great uh, bass player, um, jazz bass player, who's also, he also worked with Lou Reed. And, uh, yeah, so he, he kind of brought me in, and, I, and then I started um, playing with Rat Dog and uh, started touring with Rat Dog. And I went on a tour called So Many Roads Tour, and I was an opener with uh, Keller Williams and um, Carl Denson. And uh, so that introduction from that tour and, and, and working with uh, Rob Wasserman, that's how I uh, was, um, you know, came in part with the the deck with Bobby and stuff, and uh, yeah, just listening, you know, to the Dead music and Grateful Dead music, you know, they it was very eclectic, you know, they have a lot of different rhythms and sounds going on, and you know, it, it was just amazing to be able to, you know, incorporate my my talent and sounds and stuff into certain tunes and for Bobby to give me the opportunity to, you know, be able to collaborate with him and, uh, you know, on tunes like, you know, Estimated Profit, um, uh, Eyes of the World, uh, yeah. uh, 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 Franklin's Tower, you know, I was just you know, looking, uh, you know, looking at the band if they were like a third turntable in a way and just kind of, you know, remixing it in a way, but just adding something fresh. And, you know, Bobby's always, Bobby's always um, wanting to do something cool and new and new and and, and unique, you know, but, right. uh, you yeah. know, they also, they also, they also, also, you know, wanted to stay to the traditional as well, you know, not go too far, but, still make it sound hip, you know, and uh, that was the thing that was, you know, fun to do, you know, and uh, and see how, to, you know, they approach the music and where, you know, where I could just add, you know, my, uh, my tastefulness. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, since we met early on when I just was just exploring, like, who I was as an artist, you know, the people that I've found that I've stayed connected to and really were initially inspired by are people that don't necessarily stick to one genre within their talent. You know, like I'm not a painter who paints the same thing over and over again, and I generally gravitate towards music or musicians or other artists that explore you know, kind of everything that's available to them because I just think, you know, we're here for a short amount of time and there's so much to take in. And I think artists who do that are just like really, really on another level of just explore, like exploratory work. And, you know, some of it, some of it works and it works great and some of it doesn't work at all. And that's kind of like the challenge of it. And I really find that in, in your music. So I thank you for that because it's inspired me, you know, and like after you guys, younger than you and you know so you definitely had an effect at least on me well and, thank you uh, and, uh, you know that's 
That's so I appreciate that. And, um, you know, to hear that, you know, and just like I said from the beginning, you know, it was just me. It all started out just being a hobby and, and me being like, you know, like you said, like an artist who just was, you know, doing something that they love to do and, and, and uh, improvising and creating and, uh, you know, uh, you know that's how I was looking at it. You know, having my my white canvas and having my different colors, and you know, and then using you know my brush to be able to create this abstractness. You know, and then, right, uh, creating yeah, creating <laughs> something that's truly unique to you. I mean, I don't. It's not a, on a regular basis, or I don't think it's really ever happened to me that I've talked or seen other DJs and I'm like oh that reminds me of Logic you know I see that a lot with other people but you've always like kind of had a little separate category for me in what you do with your music because I I agree I think you use your turntable as an instrument as an instrument more so than a tool for music delivery and I think that's different and I think that shows in in your performance and in your sound. You know, it's not – it's a different thing, and I think that's why it makes it so right. special. And, and, that's, and then, you know, and that's, that's what made – right. And that's what, that's what sums up logic. I always wanted to have my own thing, and I wanted to do it logically, you know. And, uh, you know, music is logic. And uh, that's why, you know, I just wanted to f- find the right name that represented – what I was doing and, uh, and be in my own lane, you know, I wanted to be in my own lane and create my own, you know, thing. And, uh, you know, and that's what kind of brought, you know, a lot of, uh, musicians around to want to work with me and, you know, me wanting to work with them and, you know, you know, always, always, always stay open. I always stayed open-minded and always loved, you know, a, ch- a challenge musically, you know, so collaborating with, like, the guys from the Grateful Dead with uh, Bill Kreutzmann or or um, Bob Weir or Mickey Hart, um, you know, Phil Les, it's always, it's, it's always been fun in different elements, you know. Um, right. And as well as working with Jack Johnson, John Mayer, widespread pen you know it's it's a it's a whole old whole whole different thing you know and I, I i love that i love that and uh and it just keeps my keeps my uh it just keeps my mind going and creativity flowing and you know it's, it's a beautiful thing you know so i i'm i'm enjoying it still enjoying what i'm doing touring and collaborating with some amazing artists. Uh, you know, I just worked with one of the guys from uh, Guns N' Roses, Richard Fortas, guitarist. Uh, this project I got with uh, uh, Steve Mullitz and Freak Bass called Headtronics. And uh, and that's all improv. And, uh, right. and it's amazing. You know, the music sounds awesome. Um, you know, if you get a chance, definitely come check that out. Uh, Headtronics, um, yeah, you know, just kind of, just keep, you know, keeping everything. That's I just like to keep, re- yeah. I mean, I just also like to keep things evolving, revol- revolving, I should say, you know. And uh, yeah, music, you know, really music important. is like that. Music, music yeah, keeps I you. Go ahead, sorry. 
No, I think that's important because, you know, and I think, you know, for a lot of, I get into that conversation a lot with the guests that I have on the show and artists, for me, primarily painters, ask me, like, how is it that you keep the churn going? And I'm regularly introducing new things into my life that hopefully will inspire some sort of different work, you know, whether that's I read something new or I talk to new people or I listen to new music or I explore art I never was interested in, you know, and I take those like leaps. And I think that's what does keep it revolving for me. And that I think is basically the analogy of kind of your music, you know, that in order to keep the, you know, the creativity flowing and to keep like advancing and growing and changing, you kind of have to absorb and welcome collaborations or, you know, um, interjections from places you may not be initially interested in. And I find that it works great, you know, like I surprise myself all the time with what I find to be new and cool. I know, and it's always it's always good to be surprised at something you create, you know, because you never know what the outcome is going to be, you know. But when you Definitely. start it off, you know, you Definitely. start it off, you know, it's just like, oh, okay, and then then yeah, then it then it then it's saying something. <laughs> totally, that's like the best feeling ever. All right, Jay. On that note. I'm going to I'm going to get um, all your links from you when we get off of here, and I'll share them on the the link page. This show is available um, on archive on iHeartRadio and via the live link on Blog Talk Radio. And um, so, oh, I'm going to plug myself before I go. I have an opening at Union Craft Brewing. The exhibit is called Brick Walls. It's about 60 new paintings. And it's a satire on kind of like our pop political and culturalistic way of life nowadays. So I hope you join us tomorrow um, at Union in Baltimore, Union Craft Brewing off 41st Street at 6 p.m. Um, and also the brewery is tapping a brand new dope IPA called Divine after Divine, our lovely John Waters legacy here. So it's going to be a great party. And on that note, logic. Jason, thank you so much for taking the time out today to do this. Oh, thank I you, Jess. Catching up with you. <laughs> uh, uh, it's awesome. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And uh, yeah, let's just do something next time I'm, uh, you know, down in your, in your neck of the yeah, woods. We gotta get together. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. Well, you have a great day. And from all of us here at Lions Radio. Network, you've been listening to Just Mess and Broadcast, and we've been talking with DJ Logic, and we hope you have a great day, and hopefully we'll be live next Thursday at noon. We'll talk to you then. Bye, buddy. Bye-bye. Take care.